I've got a line in the sand. Well, sort of in the ocean. It's quite long. Doesn't matter. And I have the greatest English earthquake of all time. Welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take great things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, he's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. And together we are sherpering the entertainment up the peaks of history and really wishing that we'd brought oxygen for this metaphor. And today we are joined by the author of 1666 Plague, War and Hellfire and host of the podcast Killing Time, it's Rebecca Riddiel. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. She will be judging us and what we say next. Yes. I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to take us to... I the... mean, can I just clarify, would you have been doing that anyway? <laughs> <laughs> always. My ju- okay. I'm always judging. <laughs> That's a relief. Okay. I'm going to take us to the 22nd of April, 1884, and the Great English Earthquake, which was described as a real earthquake, though it may be necessary to confess it a very small one. It still is something to be. It registered 4.6 on the Richter scale, which is about as much as someone putting down a heavy cup of tea, um, and it was centred around Colchester. Um, the loss of life was non-existent. There was no loss of life. Um, one man lost his hoe. Um, a device, not... <laughs> yes, H-O-E. 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 Yeah, in 1884, the patrol was um, yeah, she fell down the hole in Tillingham where they smelled sulfurous vapours. Um, but Frank, it made Frank Crittle um, install windows. He was a local Colchester um, iron maker and he began to design his own windows and install them, which led to the founding in 1889 of the Crittle Manufacturing Company, which manufactured windows for the Titanic and went on to manufacture all of the windows in the uh, show homes and uh, estates of Essex and the new towns of the 1940s and 50s. So without the Great English Earthquake, uh, you probably wouldn't have windows. That's what I'm saying. I don't have windows. (laughs) Windows? Right, I've got the 22nd of April, 1529. Oh, dear. And the Treaty of Zaragoza which divides the Eastern Hemisphere between Spain and Portugal. So what happened was there were these islands, the so-called Spice Islands, Mm. which were the... uh, The Spice Girls lived. Yes, (laughs) yes, they had one each. And (laughs) that was the uh, Moluccas. And at the time... These were very precious and important islands, and people not many people even knew where they were because they were on the other side of the globe. Uh, but at the time, it was the only place in the world you could get nutmeg and cloves, meaning if you wanted a hot cross bun, <laughs> it was a long journey, right? So yeah. what happened was Spain and Portugal were kind of fighting over them and uh, the, the territory. So what they did was... was mm-hmm. They decided to just draw an arbitrary meridian. I mean, imagine <laughs> Nothing that. Nothing bad has ever come and drawn lines totally on a map. Arbitrary <laughs> line drawn across the globe based on People where in you are. Drawing a line across a map never Who goes would badly. do that? Who would even do that? Uh, and so it it's it, it was uh, drawing a line that it was kind of the anti-meridian to uh, Spain and Portugal. Uh, so that they divided these islands up because they were right on the other side of the globe, uh, dividing 
effectively the earth into two halves and Portugal got one half and Spain got the other. Um, <laughs> As God intended. And uh, so they went off to this meeting to sort it out and they had cartographers and astronomers to try and draw this line and a stuff. ruler. And apparently uh, a small boy stopped the Portuguese delegation on their way there and said, are you intending to divide up the world? And they said, yes, yes, we are. In Portuguese. Uh, and the boy turned round and showed them his bottom and said, well, draw the line through my bum crack then. <laughs> Which I quite like. Um, and it wasn't entirely evenly uh, split up. Uh, Portugal got 191 degrees. Spain got 169 degrees. Mm. So well done, Portugal. Yeah. Played a blinder. Bum crack and all. We'll be back after the birthdays and death days to discuss which is the more deserving Good one. of a win. Good one. <laughs> which one has the bum crack story? Let's see. Thank you. <laughs> Happy birthday to Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov or Lenin. Um, he, like many Bolsheviks, took a sexy revolutionary name. Uh, Stalin became Stalin, the man of steel, and Lenin became Lenin, man of laundry. Uh, happy birthday to Nellie Beer, the Lord Mayor of Manchester from 1966 to 1967. She left school at 14 to work in a blouse factory for four shillings a week and became the Lord Mayor of Manchester in 1966. Well done, Nellie. Um, happy birthday to Japanese fashion designer and stench distributor Izzy Miyake. <laughs> We're all a stench distributor. <laughs> well, he actually puts it in a bottle and distributes it in exchange for money. I tried that and I got shut down. <laughs> the council said you have to have a certificate of it. Happy, Happy death day to Hans Erasmus Assmann. That's A-S-S-M-A-N. He is a German poet um, of the Second Silesian School and his Wikipedia entry says he is notable by the very fact that he... A nobleman was interested in poetry at all. He merits his own Wikipedia page just by being interested in history. And you might well laugh, Jake, with your Wikipedia page. But those of us without are interested in history too. I mean, poetry too. That's a Rasmus Happy death day to Richard Nixon, about whom there are lots of terrible stories. He's the worst president of all time. My particular favourite is that when he was feeling sad, he used to get the Secret Service up to bring the car that JFK got shot in up and take a little ride round in it to cheer himself up. That's President Richard Nixon. Uh, happy... I think he just sat there going, could be worse. Yeah. He's wow. just sits there going, oh, one of us is still here. Yeah. Happy death day to Linda Lovelace, um, who was the anti-pornography activist who'd starred in Deep Throat and was forced to star it by Chuck Trainer, her, her manager. Um, she became a member of the anti-pornography movement, but began to feel that that was uh, using her too. Um, she's later. She's now. Linda the, is the name of a model of coordinates that AT&T use um, as the sister to their programming language, Ada. Ada Lovelace, and so Linda Lovelace is the pun by which they know their model for coordinates. That's AT&T and Linda Lovelace. Let's find out with the great, great, great English earthquake. or In which no one died. No one died, but it did lead to the manufacturing of a new kind of window, which oh. was... Really quite central to many model villages of the 1930s. Mm. <laughs> okay. okay, it's over to you. So I really feel like you're overselling the window. <laughs> like a window salesman. <laughs> 
It was the Titanic's windows, the portholes on the Titanic. The most successful windows ever. (laughs) Most submersible windows, probably. Yes, most. Are they still there? This is key. We need to know. Are do the wind? Are the windows intact? Um, I think today, my vote is going to go for. The boy with his flashing bottom. <laughs> the bum crack um, won. So, I yes, knew the bum crack win. would win. Oh, man. <laughs> that's gone awesome. off this format. It's great. <laughs> you know the other thing that's cool, Nat? Mm-hmm. Don't even care, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's called for so a celebration, gross. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Do join us tomorrow to find out. If the simmering tension resolves itself into actual violence on day fight, um, join us on Twitter on at date underscore fight or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash date fight. I, um, I kind of miss the days when you and I, you know, we'd finish re- recording a date fight podcast and we'd go outside and lamp each other for an hour. You know, we, we just can't do that anymore. I miss that. You have to, barbed words and veiled threats are all you'll get from now on. Perfect. We'll see you for more of that tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.